can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. All right, Celtics fans, this is Boston Celtics game day recap. I'm your host, Guy DiPosito, and the Celtics suffer through another loss. And I mean suffer in every definition of the word. 119-115 to the Oklahoma City Thunder, who were on a 14-game losing streak. Celtics were 11-point favorites in tonight's contest. And we lost by four. And the game was much uglier than the final score shows. Uh, Going to follow today's podcast. Same as usual. Go through player of the game. Uh, run through some of the positives, some of the negatives. Again, it's another game where it's very heavily tipped towards the negative scale, unfortunately. Uh, but then we'll wrap up, go through some of the standings uh, as far as updates go and kind of wrap this up. It is extremely unfortunate the Celtics keep doing this to us, uh, but we played horrible tonight. You know, there were really maybe two bright spots, three bright spots in the entire game. And it, I think you got to go to Peyton Pritchard again for player of the game. You know, JB absolutely went off 39-11. and 11. Uh, So, I mean, again, maybe it's player of the game A, player of the game B, but both of them really stepped up tonight and kind of did everything. They pretty much threw the entire scoring load on their shoulders. Uh, Jalen Brown, 39 points. Peyton Pritchard, 28 uh, which is a career high for him. So between the two of them, again, 67 of our 115 points. So it's kind of tough. They had more than the rest of the team combined, just the two of them, by a good by a good margin. <laughs> it's, it sucks. It's, it's just terrible. Uh, but JB had a solid night. Uh 13 of 26 from the field, 4 of 11 from 3, 9 of 9 from the free throw line. So overall, hit a bunch of shots and kept the Celtics in the game as much as he could uh, in certain parts of the game. 11 points in the first quarter, 7 in the second. He had 11 again in the third, and then another 10 in the fourth. Did absolutely everything you could ask for. Like, seriously, solid defense, couple steals that led to layups in transition. Uh, one of the things that's very concerning to me with Jalen Brown's performance tonight is his wrist. I can't remember if it was his right or his left, uh, but there were two different parts in the game. One where I believe Lou Dort basically like ran over him going for a loose ball on the baseline or the sideline, and he grabbed the wrist. And then at the very end of the game where he got fouled going for the layup, also went down pretty hard and was grabbing the wrist down there. He was down on the ground for another like 30 seconds holding it. I don't know what happened but I'm really hoping that this isn't another injury to add to the list because 
We'll talk about some of the injuries that we've had so far uh, later in the podcast, but this would not be good for the Celtics team. You know, I feel like the season just keeps getting worse and worse and worse at this point anyway. But adding a JB injury on top of that at this point of the season would be as bad as it gets. Uh, Because if the last week shows, the Celtics need absolutely everybody on the team firing on all cylinders in order to beat bad teams. So doesn't really <laughs> doesn't really look good, look promising for the Celtics moving forward. So JB, I mean, he played great tonight. I'm really really hoping that that wrist injury isn't serious because that would hurt. Uh the other guy tonight, really one of the only other bright spots of this game was Romeo Langford. Uh He's a, not Romeo Langford, Peyton Pritchard. Uh, Pritchard just played lights out tonight. And, you know, he looked out 28 points, three rebounds, four assists, and a steal. Nine of 16 from the field, four of 10 from three, six of seven from the line. Overall, I feel like was doing everything. Like absolutely everything for the Celtics team tonight. Uh, a lot of, like, clutch clutch baskets couple tough layups in transition uh, actually like three back to back to back almost layups in transition they were hard pushing the pushing the pace getting the people out running uh, and then just had a bunch of threes you know there was one point at halftime and I don't know if this is a, a good thing or a bad thing but JB and Pritchard at halftime were four of eight from three you would think, okay, that's good. The bad part is the rest of the team went 0 for 14. Uh, it was ugly. It was ugly on all accounts tonight from three. Uh, but really, Pritchard was one of the one of the few bright spots of today's game. Again, bright spot isn't enough because the Celtics lose another one uh, to a horrible, horrible team. Uh, you know, again, there's not much you can say as far as positives. The other guy, honestly, I think that played fairly well tonight was, uh, Luke Cornett had a, had a solid game, 10 points, seven rebounds, four assists, three blocks, uh, super efficient, had a couple of really nice plays, actually really nice block on some help defense. Uh, when Neesmith was out there, his guy blew past him and Cornett came over with the block. Had a couple excellent putbacks or tip-ins. Had a really nice fadeaway to bail us out of a shot clock violation. Alley-oop from Pritchard. You know, overall, I thought he had a had a solid game. Again, which is much needed because Tristan Thompson could not stay on the the floor the entire night. I feel like every minute he went in, he just had another foul on him. Uh, only end of the game with 18 minutes as a starter. He had five personal fouls. So Luke Cornett stepped up, gave us pretty solid minutes uh, in the absence of Time Lord. So this is, again, it's a guy that 
is trying to do everything he can to move himself into a, a playoff rotation spot. Still don't think it's going to happen if if we're healthy. Uh, but overall, solid minutes. Outside of that, you kind of got to move past it, go into the negatives, because this, this was a tough game. I think overall as a team, if you were to choose one other positive, it's the free throw line. Got to line 25 times, 22 of 25. Uh, but then on the other half of that, the Thunder torched us on the free throw line as well. 28 of 36. So honestly, that's where I'm going to wrap things up for the first half. It is a brutal loss, and there were not a lot of positives to take from today. You know, a lot of the times when you lose, you're like, all right, well, we didn't have a lot of guys. You can kind of blame it on injury, but at this point, like, we were healthy enough to beat this team. They were, they're just terrible. So this is, this is as embarrassing as it gets. I said that after the Hornets game, and for whatever reason, they just keep trying to prove me wrong. I would really like for them to, you know, really change the trajectory there a little bit. Maybe I need to just start saying they're going to lose by 20 and they'll surprise me. But I don't know. That's what we got. We will be right back after a word from our sponsors. All right, guys. Time for a new favorite sponsor alert, Venture Greens Nutrition. Venture Greens Nutrition is changing the nutrition game forever. They offer one-on-one coaching where they build macro-based diets to get you moving in the right direction. As great as the coaching is, what I love most about Venture Green Nutrition is their line of CBD products. They have tinctures, salves, beard care, and gear. And the best part is all Venture Green's Nutrition's products are formulated and manufactured in their own facilities in the United States. Check them out at VentureGreensNutrition.com. Use code CelticsTake15, that's CelticsTake15, for 15% off. You won't regret it. All right, let's take a quick second here. Shout out a new sponsor, Vidget. Vidget is the first gamified social network for sports bettors. It's 100% free to download and give sports bettors like me and you a place to talk about sports betting and compete against friends. Vidget has a free play sports book, which gives you the opportunity to win real prizes like t-shirts, Amazon gift cards, and even a PS5. They also have really cool betting league features, which kind of works like fantasy football for sports betting. Download today using the referral CeltsPod, that's C-E-L-T-S-P-O-D, and get 2,500 free coins to start betting with. All right, let's talk some of the negatives here. And want to get started on the three-point line. As a team, we shot absolutely horrible from three. 11 of 49. If you combine Jalen Brown, who went four of 11, and Peyton Pritchard, who shot four of 10, that's eight of 21. Which means... The rest of the team shot absolutely abysmal from three. Three of 28 for the rest of the team. In fact, the only people that hit a three were Evan Fournier and Marcus Smart. Marcus, who went one of 10 from three, and Fournier, who went two of nine. 
neither of which are good stats by any means. Every single person on the Celtics team besides Tristan Thompson tonight attempted a three-point shot. Four people hit. That is horrible. Actually, I guess Jabari Parker didn't, but oh my god. I like this is as bad of a three-point shooting performance I have ever seen. Like we might have seen worse percentages, but 49 three-point attempts and we only hit 11. It's 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 embarrassing. It's horrible. And honestly, the Thunder played a solid, solid game tonight. Uh, And a lot of that's just going to come back to the fact that we just did not play defense. And I'll get to that next. But they shot 13 of 30 from three. Like, they took 19 less three-pointers and hit two more. Like, these are just staggering, horrible, horrible numbers to look at. And honestly, like, I want to talk on Fournier for a little bit. Because, yeah, I mean, I know he's coming back from an injury, but this is his third game back post-COVID and didn't look good for the majority of the game. Like 11-7, an assist and five steals as well as a block, better. I think defensively he was significantly better than he has been. Still getting beat on a couple rotations, out of place on some, but it's better. It's improved. I'm glad he finally hit a shot. Uh, but still, the shooting percentages are not good right now. And I know he's still trying to get his breath under him. like He's trying to get his feet under him uh, because he's been out for three weeks. But we need to get out of this funk fast because the Celtics need to make a run. And at this point, that four and five seed is just getting further and further away. Like now we're two games out from both the four and the five seed. Tied with the Heat for the play-in game at the seven seed. Not what you want. Not what you want at all. So Fournier just needs to step up. Like I was very much expecting today to be that day. Finally, he gets his start with Tatum and Kemba out. And you kind of expect him to... You know, be the magic form of Evan Fournier that we were all hoping for when we traded for him. Uh, we just haven't haven't really seen it yet. We saw a glimpse of it right before he actually tested positive for COVID uh, when he hit like 10 threes in a row, but it obviously died down. Uh, it's, it's tough. The other guy tonight that really just torched the Celtics offensively at least was Marcus Smart overall like four of 17 from the field so he shot more than Pritchard tonight uh, but had nothing going like one of 10 from three like horrible was moving the ball a little bit led the team in assist with six five steals on the defensive end Again, it's not a bad game on the defensive end. He was trying to move the ball, but the shot selection tonight was vintage, horrible Marcus Smart. Like, jacking up a couple threes that just... He has no business jacking up. They weren't... If they're open, by all means, Marcus, take them. He wasn't. So, not a good look. 
up and down, up and down, this was just a tough game. The assists weren't there. Nobody else was hitting shots. You know, overall, even from the field, we shot 42%. It's not a... Offensively, we couldn't really get a rhythm going. But defensively, we just let the Thunder get away with whatever they wanted. Like, they shot 48%, 43% from three. They had 25 assists compared to our 21. Like, overall, we should have we should have won this game. Like, if we just... And we had opportunities. We had leads late in the game. And we just could not pull it off. The thing that killed us, again, was realistically turnovers. And as bad as that is, like, you look, the Thunder had 27 turnovers tonight. Like, we had 16 steals. But they took advantage of everything. And... It's just something that the Celtics just need to clean up. They need to clean up. They're playing horrible, horrible basketball. And I keep like I, I want to give them the benefit of the doubt and say that they're gonna make a they're gonna turn a corner here once they're finally healthy. But they just they need to do it faster. Like up and down, like there's just a lot left to be desired with this team. Like, we made a run of it in the third quarter. We actually outscored the Thunder 29-23 in the third. Had a lead, but then threw it away in the fourth. And that's, again, when you give up 41 points to a team in any quarter, you're probably going to lose. (laughs) Like, overall, defensively, up until the fourth quarter, I don't think we played terrible. Like, it was the offense that was holding us back. But defensively, like we just absolutely collapsed in the fourth. Like 29 and 29 points for OKC in the first, not good. 26 in the second, okay. 23 in the third, pretty good. But 41 in the fourth. And it, yeah, OKC was the one that was on the back to back. Like OKC should have been tired. They played great basketball in the fourth quarter, offensively at least. They were still running the floor. They were still pushing the pace. And the Celtics couldn't keep up with a depleted, unrested Thunder team. Like, that's no good. It's no good. Right now, we've got we've got Charlotte tomorrow in a back-to-back. Kemba's already been ruled out. It sounded like, you know, Kemba was just going to be resting for tonight's game so he could play tomorrow, but it turns out that his injury is a little bit more serious than any of us thought, and he's going to miss tomorrow tomorrow's game as well. And now we have Jason Tatum still questionable, uh, expecting, fully expecting him to play. I think that was a rest game for him. But this is a this is a must win. Like we need that win tomorrow. Like, this loss tonight just stretches this season into a even harder-to-manage schedule. Like, we've got a lot of back-to-backs, which means no Kemba, and now we're on adding on to the fact that we just gave up one of our, what we thought would be a sure win in the standings. And that's going to hurt. 
it's really going to hurt. You look at the standings right now, and this is as of 10 o'clock on Tuesday night. Knicks, seven and a half games behind. Hawks, seven and a half games behind. Celtics, nine and a half games behind. The Heat in the seventh seed are also nine and a half games behind. Hornets, 11. So right now, the Celtics are essentially a half game out from being in a play-in game. Like the only reason we're not in a playing game as of this second is because we own the tiebreaker against Miami, which could very easily change seeing as we play them, uh, I believe, another two times in our next, you know, couple weeks. So this is a, it's a tough part of the schedule or a tough part of the season for the Celtics because if we can't turn this around quick, we could find ourselves in a playing game and then need to face a team like Brooklyn or Philly or Milwaukee in the first round of the playoffs. And as of right now, I do not like our chances. We need more time to gel as a team. We need more time to try and figure out some sort of identity. And it's not going to happen if you're jumping straight into it. Like We have a three-game losing streak after being on a six-game win streak. Like, figure something out. Figure something out. That's what we got. Honestly, you can't say too much more after this loss. This is, it's tough. I really, really thought we hit an all-time low against the Hornets, being absolutely crushed by them. But this might take the cake. 14-game losing streak for the Thunder. The Celtics still have a favorable schedule moving forward, so nothing is out of the realm of possibility at this point if you can take something positive out of it. But they need to figure out this offense soon to actually like think about making any sort of push. So that's where we got. If you haven't already, make sure to follow me on Twitter at NBA Celtics Guy. Make sure to rate, review the podcast. Make sure to tune in again tomorrow night. Hopefully we get a better game against the Charlotte Hornets. Have a good night, Celtics fans. I can't help it. I'm all like a Celtic. I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. I'm all like a Celtic. I can't help it. I'm all like a Celtic.